Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. All right, welcome on to the second annual edition of Hollinger and Duncan. We're going to talk about which teams have the brightest futures. I will admit that I kind of ripped this off of ESPN's future power rankings, but their format is... But that's okay, because I did the first version of that. Oh. So I'm only, rip, I'm only ripping off myself at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, it started with me and Chad Ford doing that. Okay, okay. Yeah, and you guys, when you did it back then, you did sort of like a numerical formula where, okay, 10 points for having the best yes. market and 10 points for cap space. And you also only did three years as well. And I always felt like that formula, and which I think is still the case for ESPN. And again, you know, it's just a different way to do it trying to be more objective which you know i would never do obviously but uh the the way you guys would do it i think it kind of ended up overrating you know over a three-year time horizon like some of these young teams would end up getting overrated like all right are these guys really going to be that much better in yeah three years like i remember i think there was a time when you know we're like right at the beginning of the towns wiggins era when those two guys have been drafted back to back that like the wolves were really high right and so it was just are they really gonna turn it around that quickly and i felt it always underrated the teams especially on a three-year time horizon that were just really good right now and so I, I guess we'll try to give our criteria, which are a little bit different here. So this is a five-season time horizon. So the next five, through the next five playoffs, basically, including this year, what team would you most want to be a fan of for the next five years? So that's going to include, number one, winning at the highest levels, just overall winning games as well, particularly during the regular season entertainment value of the players on the team however you want to characterize that and then just the organization and the coach which lasts a little bit longer and just that can usually help your organization in ways that maybe we can't anticipate right now whether it's drafting players trading for players just guys getting better who are on your roster that sort of thing so anything else we need to talk about here before we get started i took management into account oh yeah uh, yeah that, that's what i meant yeah organization uh as part of it yeah i mean that, that's a huge aspect particularly as you get out far enough because if you look at i mean we're going to go back and talk about some of our takes from last year and just how much could not be anticipated just in that but management usually in coaching maybe less so is the thing that kind of is the rising tide that lifts all boats hopefully in your organization yeah okay we'll usually kind of tear this out uh, as well i found this very difficult to do but who's your number one i had a tier with four teams in it uh 
I kind of went back and forth as to who should be number one in this tier, but because it's including this year's upcoming playoffs, right? Yes. And then the four years after that is how we're doing this. So I just, I had to go with the fact that if you have Giannis under contract, your future is really awesome, right? Like, I don't care what the hell else is going on with your team. Like, I, I it's just hard for me to be pessimistic about Milwaukee's future. Um, you know, that's the one. Who is the team you could most plausibly say they will win multiple championships in the next five years? There are a couple other teams I could argue for, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, no, that that's. But, I mean, I think it's more wide open than it's ever been. We, that was one of the things that we got right. I think last year was noting how wide open it was last year, and I think we ultimately, with all the injuries, it was even more wide open than we anticipated. But we, yeah. Also worth noting, by the way, as we talk about what we said last year, we did this last year basically a month into the season. Like it was after the Harden yes. trade, but. You know, we were based teams had played like 20, 25 games essentially, which uh, definitely affected things. We're doing this much later, much closer to the playoffs now, which I think should hopefully make our lives a little easier. We'll see. It seems it seems totally wide open yeah. again this year. Um, yeah. So I, the Milwaukee Bucks, I think you, you had them, if not number one last year, like in your top group. I didn't. I had them kind of in the six, seven range. And I, they won a championship, obviously. So that's I was wrong about that. Like they, they gave their fans plenty of joy there. Like they probably should have been number one last year because they ultimately won the championship. Now they were very, very, very close to not winning that championship at many a point. Yes. Whether it's help from injuries from other teams or still almost losing to Brooklyn. Um you know, with uh, then they had Giannis's own injury as well. I mean, they were very good, but I don't think it was like fait accompli that they were going to win this championship the whole time. Um, and so I, the reason I don't have the Bucks as my number one team, I actually had one team, which we'll talk about number one and in their own tier. I look at a number of factors. Okay. Right? Like I agree, the Giannis factor. Having him under contract, he's probably I would I think he's better than Jokic. I think he's better than Embiid. When he, those are probably the three guys who are like really dead bang in their primes right now, and yeah. you think are going to be good over this whole time horizon. You know, maybe you would throw Luca and possibly Ja into that category as well, but they're young enough that they're not like right there, and their teams are. I wouldn't consider them to be in championship contention. The Bucks are, you know, very clearly still championship contenders right now. Um, you know, I don't. I'm not incredibly high on their organization. Also, you look at. I would agree you, with that. You look at the. You know, not a bad organization, but not a great one. You know. Um, they did do a great job last year at getting PJ Tucker. Like one of my big concerns as I talked with them last year was they didn't didn't have enough depth. They couldn't play small. They couldn't play different styles. And they kind of solved that. Bud did a good job of experimenting with other stuff. So they addressed some of my concerns. It wasn't obvious that they're going to do that at this time last year. But they don't have any draft pick equity going forward. They don't really have a way to get to get better to get another significant player in other than maybe you know your veteran role player in the last year of his contract type. And then just the age of Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. Middleton's already kind of slipped a little bit this year. Holiday's having an unbelievable year, but I think he's 32 now. So of just and Giannis continues to get better in a way that I didn't necessarily think that he would. Like his skill level has really increased in a way that I didn't think that it would. And so I think that I can now price that in that he might get even better the next couple of years, which I was worried that he was so reliant on physicality that he would experience an early decline. So I right. think he's probably, you know, a good bet to be the best player for the next couple of years. So you can't really go wrong, I think, betting on that. But every other aspect of the organization, like there's nothing else other than him that's on the way up with this group. 
Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I can't argue, really argue that much. They they have good players right now, obviously. Like Drew, how did Drew Holiday not make the All Star? Oh, that was um, completely like, insane. He, he's been re- absolutely completely insane. He's he's been really good this year. Um, you know, they still get a lot from Middleton, Portis, Lopez, those guys. Yeah. But you're saying the Bucks you wouldn't trade out- him for Lamelo right now? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> When you get into the to the out years, you know, 24, 25, 26, you could see how this could get a little more wobbly yeah. for them. So that's probably the biggest reason to say they shouldn't be number one is that it's so based on one guy and that that they don't have that many things going for them other than that one guy. I mean, I'm sure they're going to be able to do stuff to still bring in players because they'll end up, you know, they'll end up trading this year's first at the draft and turn it into another player and do shit like that. But ultimately, their their hands are tied on a lot of personnel stuff between the tax and not having any picks left. Yep, I, I think that's right. So my number one team in its own tier, which is shocking because okay. these guys were mid-pack for me last year. Mm -hmm. I made the statement that I could see them just kind of winning 48 games in perpetuity, and that is the Phoenix Suns. I was wrong about them. I didn't realize how unbelievably good of a coach Monty Williams was. I didn't realize what the upside of this team was in the regular season. And they are just a fucking machine right now. Like they, they, Mm -hmm. even when they're winning games with like Booker and Aiton foul out and Paul has been playing and Cam Johnson has been injured and Jay Crowder goes out. It's like the the way that the, the only guy on this team who really messes them up is Alfred Payton. (laughs) Everyone else, they're like six or better net rating with like every other rotation player on the floor. They're basically on pace to win like 65 games even with a fair amount of injuries here these last couple of months and they're young other than chris paul i think everybody who's a major player i guess jay crowder too but everyone who's a major player for them is probably going to get better and i think even if you have a gentle decline from paul the improvement from bridges and johnson and eaton and booker and the great coaching is you know these guys are just going to continue to win games you know they've been unbelievable in the clutch you can't expect that to continue continue but i mean i think these guys are looking like a 55 win team for you know the next three or four years and then you also throw in that other than this year's pick trading the number 30 pick for cp3 probably pretty good trade by the way um yeah that's worked out okay yeah uh other than this year's pick they have all their picks going forward as well which is another thing that i think separates them so if you look at all the categories of you know and also phoenix is a a market that i think people want to be in at this point too and with monty williams yes the owner is a concern but hey if if robert sarver gets suspended that's probably actually (laughs) maybe that actually helps you rank. yeah it could be the best thing that happened to him right (laughs) Um, yeah 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 so i had yeah I had Phoenix fifth when I did this and listening to your argument, I think I had them too low because I think my, like if I'm going to put Milwaukee number one because of Giannis, should I really have Phoenix fifth then? I, I pro- they, they probably have more championship equity than I'm giving them credit for. Um, I'm worried obviously about a decline from Chris Paul and what that would mean, but they have other guys there. Uh, you know, eight in, in particular to me can still get a lot better. Um, 
And as you point out, they still have they still have picks. They still have a pretty clean cap situation. Uh, the, Sarver being a shitwad of a human being is obviously the biggest factor to hold them back in this ranking because I think the other teams I put in the top in in my top four are at least reasonably well run, um, very well run in the case of three of them. I would say so. Th- that would be that would be a concern. And then not quite having that one A list guy, yeah. I think, is still a concern with them. So, but as as I look at this, I'm like, man, fifth, fifth feels a little cold. Like I'd I'd be pretty excited if I was a Suns fan right now. And they're even doing Renault's on the uh, the arena in the practice facility, which was like bottom five in the league for a long time. Get that public money, baby. So yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. You know, for the Suns, I, I think you've. I, I think there's an argument that you know they may not be the team that has the highest upside because of what you said that they don't have that Giannis player maybe booker can become that like he just continues to get better every year but because they're so good in the regular season they're such a machine and i mean if you compare who are some of the other teams in this group right like a brooklyn we'll see uh, interested to see what you think about the clippers milwaukee all those teams are just totally committed in terms of future assets whereas phoenix could make a trade to bring in another significant player you know they could even move someone like eight if they wanted to right they they have to to bring in another star potentially um so that's why i have the because i think when you're just looking at what they have right now you know maybe you could say that phoenix is in the same group with milwaukee and all these other teams but then you need through and they also are really good now and they're young and they have all their future assets other than the number 30 pick this year that's when you start to think all right th- these guys are should be ahead and and they have a good market too um so that was my number one i think i had milwaukee number two but at the top of this next group that i kind of titled old but championship contention who else uh, is in this group for for you who who is your if you're gonna move phoenix up what are they for you now are they two or are they i could i could justify probably moving them to to three i yeah. think but based based on the list i have now. Right. i'm gonna i'm gonna let me let me go ahead and book that i'm gonna you convince me i'm moving up to three yes uh good work nate <laughs> I remember after college, before I was going to move on to the next chapter of my life, my buddy and I went to Hilton Head, South Carolina to work some summer jobs and hang out. We had a great time, except for his car. His car was awful. We called it the POS. It was like a 91 Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra. We're allowed to talk about Oldsmobile now that it's a defunct brand, right? Is that okay? This thing had the turning radius of a World War I battleship, broke down all the time, just a, a miserable vehicle to drive. And when customers are rushing to your store, you want a point of sale system that you can trust, not a real POS like my buddy's car. You need Shopify for retail. It makes it easy to accept payments, manage orders, and build relationships with customers. You can sell in person, backed by everything that you need to sell online, track every sale across your business in one place, know exactly what's in stock, connect with customers in line and online. You can drive in-person store traffic with plug-and-play tools for marketing campaigns on social media, Get great hardware that fits your business, accept credit cards, mobile payments, every other major payment method, all with low fees and transparent pricing starting on day one. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support you every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash PER. All lowercase, easy to remember slash PER because John invented PER. Go to shopify.com slash PER to take your retail business to the next level. Today, that's shopify.com slash PER. But my number two team 
uh, is not old at all. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies. That, this is fascinating. Um, Picks, cap space, a star. They're already good. Uh, the one lingering question, they haven't done it in the playoffs. Does their shit work in the playoffs with being so dependent on transition and depth? Uh, so that's obviously the lingering question about this group. And then what, you know, they still have to make some moves, I think, probably, depending on what happens in the playoffs this year, to kind of consolidate what they have into a core group of six, seven, eight that you really want want to ride with in a postseason series so this is one where I, I even though i have the grizz a lot lower i completely understand your argument i in these rankings because the future is so uncertain i prioritize the present a little bit more and yes i did not see the grizz being what's likely going to be the number two seed this year i still don't think though now having home court would help but i'm not sure i would favor them I probably would favor them over Denver or Minnesota in the first round. I don't think I would favor them against any of the other top teams in the West. Like, they could absolutely win any of those series other than maybe against Phoenix, although they've typically played Phoenix well. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I would necessarily favor them just because they're so young. You mentioned the concerns. You mentioned how they're so reliant on depth, which is less important in the playoffs. And John Morant, to me, I just, I'm really worried about his longevity and with his style of play and we've seen a lot of these athletic point guards flame out early hopefully that doesn't happen anytime soon because he is still really young. i think he's right. 22 right now and he's yeah. my favorite player to watch in the league i mean that's part of this too obviously is just how awesome is it to watch these guys and the grizz are probably the best watch in the league right now would you agree with that? I would yeah. agree. I mean, that. maybe yeah. Denver, if they get all their guys back next year, gets into that category. Or, you know, if Golden State could ever be totally healthy, they would get back in that category. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm not sure I see the ultimate upside with them. I mean, I think they're going to win over 50 games. They're a good bet to win over 50 games for every year of this time period. But even Ja, you know, is he going to be that A list superstar? And is he going to do that before he gets hurt? Like, when I say A list, I mean, like, you know, top five player in the league like is he gonna be if yeah. he's going up against Giannis or KD or Kawhi Leonard in a playoff series or Luca even is he in the conversation mm -hmm. to be better than those guys in a playoff series like I, it's possible but I I wouldn't bet on that right right so that's why I have them a yeah, little bit lower but the, I completely understand it because yeah. they're so up and coming I mean it, they're assets too I mean they should we go through all the picks that they have? Like, it's really pretty nice. Well, they have maybe three firsts in this draft, mm -hmm. depending <laughs> on whether the whether the Lakers can uh, avoid having a bottom 20 record, which seemed unthinkable before the start of the year. But they'll have their own pick. They'll have Utah's pick. They have a pick, future pick from Golden State, 2024, right around the time Curry and Green maybe, you know, start tailing off. Uh, looks pretty interesting. Uh, they got a, they still got a pretty good... Uh, slate of future seconds here too so they got, yeah. they got some stuff especially relative to these other kind of up-and-coming contending teams plus they have all the assets on their own roster that they've drafted and have under contract and they their cap situation is as clean as any team in the league so they just have a lot of options for what to do it's it's i mean the challenge is figuring out from this myriad of options which ones are the ones that really make sense for them to pursue well yeah and i think you know they can make the trade for a high level starter who has two years left on his contract and is available right you know i yeah. i said miles turner would and that's not going to happen now it seems like with indiana having chosen him over sabonis 
But to make the big move, like that's going to be possible. Like they can make a a trade with three first round picks and still have all their picks going forward. Yes. So that's, I mean, that's something that none of these other contenders who are good now have the ability to do really uh i had memphis in a group with two other teams in a category that i said very good but also young enough to stay in contention or and get better but that i also didn't necessarily see championship upside for so that's why i had them a little bit lower lower than teams that i felt would be for sure championship contenders in the next two playoffs basically um or like at some point in the next two playoffs but i would totally understand having memphis ahead of the ahead of some of these other teams uh my number three team is the la clippers which kind of pained me because they're not going to be a championship contender this year but because they're willing to spend so much i mean this this roster for next year like if they can get healthy is going to be sick like george and leonard norm powell they could re-sign robert covington they'll probably have batum back you would think terrence mann Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard, Avicha Zubats, and you know we'll see. Hartenstein probably will be gone at that point. Um, you know they got some young guys who could come in too, like Boston and Coffee that could contribute. They're always going to be a destination. They'll spend whatever it takes, and I mean that's just going to be a really awesome modern team. We saw how good they could be when they went small. They got a, a very solid coach as well. I think that like that team to me, if they're proven healthy at the start of the year which i mean who knows like Kawhi will probably never play a back-to-back ever again in his career but if they're healthy in the playoffs next year they probably would be my championship favorite i really struggle with where to put these guys and ultimately for me the ifs were just too much yeah like they could be really awesome next year but can they could be sustained awesome for a number of years depending on Kawhi and paul george at their age with their injury history that that to me is a little more questionable i i give them the benefit of the doubt because because they're so well run that they're going to they're going to find angles and be able to do some stuff but it was I just I just have to see it again before I can really buy into it. Maybe maybe having them ninth is too cold, but I I I just want to see a little more. Yeah, I guess it ultimately came down to is just that Balmer will spend anything to fix it so that they're they're in contention you know that that's the other thing that that i look at as well i mean and i think i probably wouldn't feel as good about them if it hadn't been for this last trade deadline when they again proved their commitment even though they're not gonna be a contender this year to still not try to dump a bunch of money they actually like i mean they mm-hmm. saved a little with the but whatever you know he he wasn't gonna be part of what they're doing going yeah. forward and he's probably cooked but to bring in Powell like another solid starter who fits exactly into what they're doing and yeah his contract's not great but they don't fucking care because he can play and that's yeah that's real yeah. uh, so yeah I, I think maybe number three is too high for them I I could see that but uh it's just the, that upside and also I mean maybe Kawhi just isn't the same guy coming back from the ACL like that's that's totally possible and they always seem to something always seems to go wrong for them so um Right. Yeah. I mean, Ka- Kawhi being a top five guy is still doing a lot of work in this whole right. vision. So yeah, and, and he won't be a top five guy in the regular season anymore. You know, which is, but uh, I mean, I, I like. Yeah. Do, do you agree with me though that if healthy, they would be your championship favorite next year? I think that's yeah. accurate. Yeah. I mean, just Ka- Kawhi is the one guy I could say. You know, I said, oh well, the Bucks have Giannis for the next five years. Kawhi is probably the one guy you could put up against that and say, okay, I'll take health, I'll take full strength Kawhi over full strength Giannis. I think he's the only player in 
in the league where you could really make that argument that in a seven games, it may be Durant, uh, that in a seven game series, that's the guy you'd take. Yeah. And obviously our opinion on that's going to change these playoffs uh, probably as well. Um, yeah. And also I think you can throw in that being a fan of these guys in the regular season kind of sucks. Like, they're just not going to try their Kawhi's going to play 55 games at most. Like Paul George will, probably won't play much more than that. It's just, you're waiting around for the playoffs. You get it. You get a new arena Ooh, though. That's a good point. Yeah. 2024, 25, supposedly that's in our time horizon. Okay. Who, who else was in the, this top tier group for you? Did we do all four of your top tier? Yeah. Well, it's now five because I, I belatedly moved Phoenix um, up. Yeah. So I have two other teams here. I don't know. You might question these guys because they might not have quite as much championship equity. Um, I put Denver fourth. I guess I my argument for them was a little bit like your Clipper argument, except that Denver's superstar is completely healthy and it's the other guys that you're wondering yeah. about. Uh, I just think Denver with Porter and Murray next year could be freaking awesome uh if it all clicks uh they've shown they're willing to spend in the tax now they've done a good job pretty good job on the back end of the roster like it looks like you know bones highland is another late draft pick that they're going to hit on uh they're definitely they're out some draft equity now but they haven't they haven't completely denuded the forest i mean they still have their first this year so still can do some things i think the gordon trade was a he's a really nice fit once he snaps back into being the fourth option on offense um so I I think the peak version of the Nuggets is just really good. I mean, I guess there's a little bit of question of like is is playoff Jokic really the guy defensively? He's definitely gotten better. He gets better every year. Like his you know he does stuff with his hands now, like to make up for his feet a little bit. Uh, so there's definitely there's definitely more championship equity there. But they're gonna they're gonna be lucky to win around this year. Yeah, and they're, they're particularly with it looking like Murray is not going to come back, and Porter if he does come back will you know be playing. Tw- 20 minutes a game off the bench yeah just the lack of defense is the big problem I mean, this could be one of the greatest offenses of all time if they get everyone healthy next year but i just the lack of defensive versatility with Jokic at center this is something we've talked about tons and tons and tons and when i do top 10 players in the nba i'm sure it will come up again uh, on my pod but uh so the, yeah that's why i had them lower i mean certainly Jokic is a top five watch in the league he doesn't get hurt which is really nice the other guys do unfortunately and yeah i i, I think these guys are going to be really good they're going to be in contention like i think they and memphis to me are very similar and i had one other team in that group too and so like you and i i think just have a different philosophy on this and i will say that your philosophy worked out better than mine that to just have a team that has young talent that you know is going to be around that's going to be in that 50 win range every year going forward probably you would think for the next five years with good young talent you seem to value that over being a champion contender this year or next year and i kind of value that a little bit more because i just feel like nothing is certain going forward and also and i just question the upside of all of all of those teams that are kind of more these 50 win uh type of teams like i actually I mean, while we're talking about these teams, although I had these lower, I think I had Denver 7, Boston 8, Memphis 9. Although, you know, any of those could be anywhere. I don't really distinguish between them. Um, Because, again, I'm just putting the big focus on winning one championship during this period. Uh, But, yeah, so, so I also had Boston in that group because... You know, they've got Tatum and Braun, they've got young talent, but I still wonder if they can push it to the absolute highest level. Maybe Tatum getting to that level is their, they're out there. Yeah. So I had Boston fifth. I had them right after Denver. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, they, so, they were in your top tier group as well. 
Yeah, because I felt like there was there was a reasonable chance they could make the finals this year. Uh, they still have a lot to look forward to. You still have Tatum and Brown for the whole five years likely to play at an all-star level. Yeah. Uh, now, now, Brown, I assume after a nice Brown year this leave, year I that guess? they'll be able to extend but, him. But yeah. Uh, he does only have two years left, and Tatum has three years left after this one. Yeah, and then they, um, you know, they gave up a little bit of draft equity to get Derek White, but they still have some cards they can play. Yeah, they they've got that swap in twenty eight, but they could still trade. They they can trade basically if they wanted to do a full draft other than that twenty eight swap, they could do that to try to get in one more big player if they wanted to go there. Yeah, they're actually, after this year's draft, they could do a trade where they traded 23, 25, 27, and 29. So they could definitely swing through the fences if, if the opportunity Yeah, came. and they got Daniel Tice for the next two years after this one, too. Well, that's big, and that's probably the most important reason I put them in the top five. I had them, <laughs> I, between that and Luke Cornett, I just I just think there's an advantage there that people don't see. So, yeah, I, I, Boston, to me, I don't think we really need to talk about them that much. I mean, I think they're just, it, it, to me, much of this ranking is going to be determined by this year's playoffs. If this, for, I mean, because they've just been kicking the right. shit out of people. Like, they are just dominant. I mean, yeah. they've been probably the most impressive team outside of maybe Phoenix since January 1st in the league. But it just is that formula yep. going to play in in the playoffs? It's going to be fascinating to see that if it does, and they you know let's say they make the conference finals this year, and then I think you're and you get a feeling like these guys do really have that upside, and I'm wrong about that. Then yeah, I mean they could be number one next year. Yeah, and so I I struggle with where to put them because of the question of how much championship equity do they have. So I guess I I chose to be on the optimistic side for now. Uh, all right, so let me go through the other teams that I had in this two to six group. Okay. I think I had almost all of them in my next tier because I basically had a cluster of, in my six to 11 range, a cluster of teams who were like kind of old, but really good right now. Yeah. So the Brooklyn Nets, I had them in this two to six group as well. They are willing to spend a ton. They've got KD, who is maybe still the best playoff player. They do have a bunch of question marks after that, but they also replenished the draft coffers. So this is a team that I think has been mostly killed by just their lack of support players this year. And if you could just get a couple of guys in, even via trade, who can shoot and defend, like they could be totally unstoppable next year. Obviously, Kyrie is a complete wild card. He could be a free agent after this year. It doesn't feel like he's going to leave but maybe he could and he always finds some way to make things weird and uh you know ben simmons this back issue like doesn't like the The back issue this sounds worrisome well and and furthermore yeah it seems like he may be headed for surgery he's still not doing anything like a herniated disc usually that means surgery (laughs) right like i don't think you maybe you can rehab that a little bit but uh and they're they're not championship contenders this year i think can we agree on that i think simmons isn't gonna play i i just don't see how they get there they're 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 a one series wild card um, you know, I think nobody like those teams in the one, two area in the East are like, shit, like Miami's like, shit, we get the top seed and we, we get to play Brooklyn in the first round. Like that's our reward. <laughs> I, I don't think they're excited about that. I, I do like the way Miami I don't think Brooklyn- up with them though, actually, but compared to maybe like Philly. Yeah, I mean, what seems more likely is Brooklyn ends up seven, right? They end up in the seven-eight game. They go on the road. 
play Kyrie and yeah. win, especially if if it's not Toronto. Uh, yeah, yeah. If it's Toronto, um, then they're they could be in trouble. But yeah, if it's Cleveland or or yeah. Chicago, then yeah, they'll probably win Chicago now. Yeah. But but whatever. Yeah. That's I mean, we're talking yeah. about one game here. Like they they're not going to win the championship this year. It seems I I, I feel pretty yeah. confident in that it would it would be a pretty crazy run with. The, I mean, because again, if Ben Simmons, if you told me Ben Simmons were healthy, then yeah, I think it could be. But they're, they're just too thin ultimately. I, I would say at the end and. And no, for, no Joe Harris, too. I mean, like, their second and third best players are just, or, or their third and fourth best players are just out. And then there's still the Kyrie not being able to play at home thing. Probably, I don't see Eric Adams changing that. So it's really more about getting KD and Kyrie back for next year, uh, Joe Harris back, Simmons back, and then also maybe being able to make a trade with some of these draft picks to get in one more big player, you know, maybe a center who actually makes a difference. Um, or you could just yeah. get a guy in, you know, a combo forward and play small at the end of games and just completely kill people that way. I mean, that that's another team that if they make the right moves and everyone's healthy, you know, they could be right up in there as a championship favorite again next year. And, you know, Katie and Kyrie are both really good shooters. I think they're going to age okay. So that's that's why I have him here. Uh, KD, KD getting hurt every year is another thing to probably watch as he gets older. I suppose so. Yeah. I, again, this is another one. But, but I mean, honestly, we talk about the regular season. The regular season doesn't matter anymore. Nobody cares about the regular season anymore except the Phoenix. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and maybe the Bulls. And Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Golden State I also had in this group. Um, I had them right after Brooklyn. I had them seventh. Now, much of that was based on the idea that they were a championship contender this year. The way that Draymond Green has looked coming back from this back injury and Clay Thompson being you know, kind of one good game and four bad games. And now this Steph injury as well. Like that, that definitely makes it worrisome. Like there was a time when I thought Golden State was the favorite this year. That time, I think, has passed. But there's still the chance they can get back to that. Yeah. And then they also, they still have the every draft pick going forward except for the 2024 pick that they owe to memphis and they've got all these young guys who are pretty good um so i, I think that's it. watching like kaminga and moody eh, wiseman might be the most frustrating watch in the league so that's probably negative points if he ever even makes it out there but i think you know you still got steph curry and also just I, I give some value to watching these guys who have been there for more than 10 years i mean there really hasn't been a trio like that since you know, other than the Spurs three guys, and and they're still yeah. they'll still be good. Like they'll still be enjoyable. Like maybe towards the end of the the two years at the end of this, they might slip out. But hopefully, you've got Kaminga and Jordan Poole is another guy who I think is going to be a stalwart for them going forward. So I don't see them like really falling off to where they're going to be a non playoff team at some point. They got a decent organization. They'll spend a fair amount. Their coach is good. So I, I think maybe, and I think they. There's a way maybe that they could still win a championship during this period, but that they're also going to be very solid. And just if you're a fan of this team, you're happy to just see all these guys that you've grown to love over the last 10 years still play pretty well. Well, there's, yeah, the, the champion, how much championship equity is left is probably a fair question. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, they will spend money, fortunately. So there there are things they could, like, they could take Wiggins and multiple picks or whatever and bring in another major guy, for instance. Um, the other thing is, like, bonus points for Curry being the best show on earth. Yeah, although I don't know how much of it is that Draymond was out, but some worrying signs for him. This is the first year where I think... He was, he was at, he, I mean, he was at career lows even before Draymond got hurt. You know, when people were like trying to hand him the MVP, it was like, yeah, guys, 
I'm not sure yeah. about well, that. Well, I mean, I think the first the first month of the season, he did play at that level. But, yeah, he's kind of fallen off since then. So, yeah, I mean, I, he doesn't appear to be in that absolute top tier anymore. But we'll see what happens in the playoffs, right? I mean, these guys could still be really good. But you're kind of just wondering on whether those that big three, how good they can be in the end. Um, how about Miami? Oh, are they yeah. gonna fall are they gonna fall into the four or five uh, I believe so, yeah. Wow, wow. That's that's interesting. Yeah, Dallas in the first round. Right. I don't know I don't know how much they want that smoke. Yeah. I, I mean exactly. if they were three, that's fine. It's particularly because it looks like Minnesota might be six. I think they're not scared of Minnesota at all. Um but Yeah. For sure. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it's all a question. Like, I mean, they were at one point this year without Clay Thompson, they were 29 and six. So it's not, it, I think it would be foolish to say they cannot get back to that level. But that's only one year. But you still get, and you get to watch the growth of some of these young guys like Poole and Kaminga. Like those guys are both getting getting better. Uh, and then I had one other group, which I was kind of, these guys are kind of halfway between the championship contention group right now that are kind of old and the young enough to stay in contention for a wild group and that's miami yes so they were the they were the next team on my list so i had them hang on here oh wait i so i actually had the clippers i think i said i had them ninth i actually had the clippers eighth i have miami yeah ninth. yeah i think we're gonna end up all of, with the same top nine just in a little bit of different order here because it, it, miami okay. like butler that contract lowry that contract i mean jimmy Butler has four more years after this one at like yeah, but it only makes fifty one million in two thousand twenty five. So <laughs> and yeah, are they a championship contender this year? Like I think they are, but I also am not really willing to say that anybody has like some unbelievable chance this year, which is, which makes this different, right? Like it used to be back in twenty seventeen, you could say, all right, the Warriors and the Cavs, like they're one and two because those are the two teams that are going to be in the finals every year, right? So you, you don't. I yeah. mean, I think there are eight teams that legitimately could make the finals this year maybe more than that um and i wouldn't give anyone more than maybe like a 25 percent chance of winning the championship this year luxury is meant to be livable discover the new leather collection at ashley with premium quality leather sofas recliners and more all built to last no matter how many spills scuffs or pet related mishaps come its way the leather collection at ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. But Miami, I mean, part of the reason is they just like generate players out of that lab in Sioux Falls every year. Absolutely. Saw it again this year. I mean, Struess, Yurtsaven, Caleb Martin. Yeah, Gabe Vincent uh, is good. Like they're Yeah, yeah. Um they they've done a great, great job with that. And if they can continue to do that, it it lessens their dependence on on the draft. Uh Tyler Hero, um has maybe gotten a smidge overrated. Oh, now, oh, but, oh really? I mean certainly. You think a- so? <laughs> Now, now, I mean, his numbers <laughs> since the break are really, really good. And, and, and you know, it just so yeah. happens like you were there and I broadcasted their game on Monday where he had his worst game since the break uh, on both ends, shall we say? Oh, he got I, I looked. I mean, God. yeah. Yeah. There was like, we don't need to talk about it too, but it was insane. I talked about it on Dunktown yesterday. It was, you know, probably 20 possessions in a row from like the nine minute mark of the fourth quarter. They just went right at him and they probably scored on like 16 of them. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But, but nonetheless, it, 
like he's a good young player who's going to keep getting better so is bam they've got young contributors who are, are always going to come in and they have this great culture got the best coach yep. in the league good organization so those are you know those are reasons to believe you just wonder again we get into this part we're like okay how much how much championship equity is really here right so and then there is this lingering fear, I guess, with them of if you're all in every year, at some point, you might end up paying the piper for that. They really haven't had to yet. Yep. They kind of dug themselves out of the situation. They they looked like they were in really bad situation a few years ago before Butler came and when they owed the first for the Dragic trade. And they kind of dug their way out of that and haven't really suffered for it. But you you do wonder if, there, if there's that kind of ending waiting around the corner the yeah. you know but, brooklyn post kg trade kind of yeah i mean the deal. fact that but they're able to turn thir- the 13th and 14th picks into hero and bam i mean that's that's really the yeah. biggest thing and then they got butler to want to come so and then butler got lowry one yeah the, someone always wants to go there too right it's just it's hard it's hard for me to see them truly bottoming them bottoming out and if they do they'll get someone who's a, a game changer probably but yeah i mean they're just such a good organization and they're they play a fun style as well uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, I'm not willing to put them in the top five, but I think just below there because they just don't have that A-list superstar to me. And but, exactly. you know, I, and there's talk that they could trade for Bradley Beal this year, you know, so. Uh, all right. So we got uh, maybe like 10 more minutes here before we got to rule some teams out of the playoffs or at least a team. Is there okay. anyone else? So did we do all both of our top nines? Uh, We've covered my top nine yeah. teams. It, yeah. I actually had teams 10 and 11 kind of at the back end of this tier, although I was a little... I was a little shaky about it, but I ultimately ended up keeping them here. Yeah, that's interesting. So my next group was from a a tier from 10 to 12. And I titled them because I'm trying to think of these teams as like, where are you in the success cycle? You know, I I don't know that the success cycle in some ways it's more severe in basketball, but in some ways it's less than in baseball because in basketball you get one player and all of a sudden everything changes where that's just not the case in baseball where you're trying to really move through the success cycle. Um, But for this group, I titled it very good now, but no clear path to the next level. And that was Dallas, Utah, and Philly. Yeah. Okay. So I had Philly and Dallas in this tier and I, I had Utah, I, I had Utah at the top of the next tier. Uh, you could argue for them going in this tier too, but I just, I just felt like with Philly and Dallas, the thing that distinguished them to me was that you had a top five player in the league right now who was pretty much guaranteed to be on their team and playing at a high level for the next half decade. Well, um, I don't, I don't know that I would. Joel I would Embiid and Luca, those guys, and Embiid yeah. physically, I know there's some. Okay, there's some question. Yeah, a, a guy who could, but be if he is top playing, ten, I would say for sure. Oh, with Embiid, well, Embiid and Luca, for that matter. Yeah. Okay. Um, awesome players. So you have this foundation where it's like, as long as they're healthy, you're definitely going to the playoffs, and nobody wants to play you. There's just the question with both of them, as you said, of what do they do from here? Philly has used all its chips from the process and ended up with an old version of James Harden and an overpaid version of Tobias Harris that doesn't want to shoot threes anymore. And they've actually, I mean, they, to their credit, I mean, they've added some good young players. You know, Maxi certainly was a major hit. Uh, Tybal, pretty decent player. Uh, if Paul Reed ever plays, I still have hope for him. So they, there's some stuff there. 
Uh, but I think the Simmons thing just really set them back just in terms of the, you know, they had to put assets into it. Now they're really a little hand tied in terms of anything else they can do trade wise. I think they're going to end up extending Harden and possibly regretting the extension almost immediately. Yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. And I, I'm just I'm also just not a believer in what they are this year, and I'm not a believer in James Harden going forward in the playoffs. Maybe it, the improvement of Maxi can help there. I mean, they just they got to figure out how to turn Harris into somebody who can defend and shoot threes. Like they just and. I don't know if they have the ability yeah. to do that with the, the assets that they have without including Maxi, which you probably don't want to do. So, yeah, I, and now yeah. the best thing, the best thing they could hope for, I think, is that Brooklyn defers this pick until 23, which would allow them to trade this year's pick at the draft and Harris and maybe do something. Yeah. By the way, you said nobody wants to play Philly in the playoffs. Pretty sure the Brooklyn Nets would fucking love to play Philly. In the <laughs> OK, fair but, enough. Yeah, fair enough. Their their team their teams that fear matching up with with Embiid. Sure, but yeah, sure. I think Brooklyn would like a shot at these guys. Definitely. Oh man, those East playoffs are going to be good. So yeah, I threw Utah into this group too because like they are really good right now. I mean, there's if you're going to put them lower than this, you're just putting them with teams that they completely outclass at this point in time right now. And they still do have Donovan Mitchell. They still have Gobert under contract. I'm guessing the reason you didn't have them as high is just there's a fear of of what may happen after this season. Uh I I do wonder what they're going to do like tax-wise and stuff after this year and then when I, when I start looking at the I mean I guess yeah Gobert and Mitchell are both under contract for the whole thing. So maybe maybe my fears are are not as warranted and that they'll still at least they'll still at least be good through 25 and 26 cuz they they'll still have Gobert and Mitchell. Yeah, Gobert, you know, I do worry a little about him slowing down, but he seems about the same level as he's been. Um the the big problem. Yeah. But it's not like having Luke it's not like having Luca and Bede at the same time, no. right? It's I mean they're good, but Yeah, and these rumblings about Snyder potentially leaving, that's Yeah. That's a little troublesome, right? Yeah. That to me, I, I'm just I haven't talked about that yet, and I haven't talked to anyone about this yet. And I, I think he had some comments today uh, responding to that report from Mark Stein, but and you know they've just could always quietly tried to extend him and that apparently hasn't been the case this time that they've been able to do that but this to me feels like remember that he won a power struggle with dennis Lindsay. that's so that's the part that's so weird to me is like yeah because i had heard for a long time that he and dennis Lindsay were weren't feeling each other and then so he essentially won that and then so he's gonna leave a year later well, well like, but I, I, that's the part that makes but then they br- just me. brought in danny Ainge. so yeah. i i think that this to me and i don't i I don't know that Danny Ainge and Quinn Snyder have basketball philosophies that are right on the same page. And also just in general, having a boss who's like not working full time doesn't feel great. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting what his role there actually is and where Justin Zanuck fits into all that. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, I mean, potentially there's an issue of chefs in the kitchen there. Right. And you got Dwayne Wade on the side too. Yeah. So. And then you've got Gobert and Mitchell perpetually pissed off at each other. It do, it just feels like yeah. a, there's a little bit of a house of cards element and yet if they break this up i don't see it getting any better for them right like like who are they gonna you're gonna trade rudy gobert and get better no no i don't see how that's supposed to happen yeah and i mean in the right now 
Like they look pretty good. Like they, I mean, they could be played Phoenix in the conference finals, right? And would it be that crazy for them to win well, that? And series? particularly if they could get the three seed, yeah, do you don't have to play Golden State or Phoenix until the conference finals. Like I would probably, I mean, if healthy now, which is always a question, but if healthy, I think I would favor them over Memphis. But you know, that, that I'd, I'd at least have to sit down and study. Yeah, I mean, that very, one. you know, it would be like a fifty-one forty-nine type of thing. So anyway, yeah, that's that's how I feel about them. And then Dallas, we talked about them so much. I don't think we really even need to get into it too much. They don't really have a way to improve. They look pretty good now. Like, you know, let's see. Maybe they make it to the conference finals somehow. But they're going to face yet. And I mean, poor Dallas, man. You know, you played the Clippers two twice in a row. And then you get Golden State in the 4-5 this year. <laughs> maybe they should. Like, Minnesota will just, they just like to win games. Like, maybe Dallas should tank it into this into the sixth seed they should start working on that now well they got it i mean they got to see where golden state ends up too do you, i i think dallas would not be afraid to play memphis yeah and i don't think they'd be afraid of utah but you'd have to tank all the way you're not going to tank all the way down to a play-in though you're not going to risk that. no no that's true i mean that's it's going to get interesting i think in that the west playoff but anyway, we're probably focusing too much on on this year but so so maybe the they do something great this year and then they're then we feel differently about them but still like you just look at the names on this roster outside of luca i mean it's just not a championship level roster who's who's their second best player two years from now like who's their second best player now guy who's there (laughs) well yeah exactly exactly and if you say jalen brunson well he might be a piston next year or something you know so uh very very difficult to see what they end up with around luca and then yeah you know luca's uh, yeah. he. I mean, it, he his walk here is until twenty seven. But like, you know, at some point he's gonna start looking around, right? If this doesn't get better, yeah. When we start, I mean, we start. When we look at these things, we're looking three, four years out. You got at least, you got at least think about that with him. Did Luca not get a player option? No. Why do I not? Oh, maybe it just goes out further, and I just don't have it on my sheet. Yeah, it's twenty six, twenty seven player okay. option. It's funny. I didn't see it on mine first. I was like, did he just sign a four year deal? And I was like, yeah. oh yeah, there it is. Uh, in any event, though, that's a. I think this this top twelve is pretty good. Actually, there's one other team that I had in their own category, their own tier. Um, the Oklahoma City Thunder. I have them at thirteen. Okay, so I had them in the next tier. I couldn't move them up to 13 because I'm pretty sure they're still going to suck next year. Yeah, that's probably true. But they're also, I mean, part of the th- my thinking is you're just always going to have interesting young players to watch as a fan. Like Vit Kreshi? Pelton told me he didn't look that bad the other day. I haven't... I haven't can't say I've locked in on on uh, old Vit too much, okay. but uh, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what not that bad is relative to, <laughs> but <laughs> but I mean, Shea is a fun there's, watch. There's a guy who watches the University of yeah. Washington play a lot of games, so just to just for some perspective there on where the yeah. bar is. Shea is a fun watch. Giddy is a fun watch, and they're just they're gonna have a ton of picks this year. I mean, so much of it just depends on when, if ever, their lottery luck really gets them a, a difference maker, which hasn't happened yet. I mean, Giddy is good, but I don't think he's a future superstar. But you know, they could get one of the top three guys this year. But I believe in the organization. I think they just have so many outs. 
And in the meantime, like you should, like they play hard. They got a good coach. They may suck next year. And and this is maybe the one where I'm even for the five-year time horizon, I'm just getting too far ahead because they're going to be bad for the first two years. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just going to be a fun ride really just to see what happens. And if you look at the history, there's really, I was talking about this with Danny yesterday. There's really only been three teams that I would say went the route of accumulating as many draft picks as these guys did. So I would say, okay, see the first time, then Boston and Philly. And all those teams worked out. Yeah. Right? I mean, you give yourself, this many yeah. bites at the apple that's the principal sam hinkie espouse you give yourself the, this many bites at the apple like it's going to work out eventually so that that's my thought there yeah and i so i had them in the next tier but i did not have them at the top yeah. of that tier so so that's why i had about them above some of the other teams we'll get to that are kind of up and coming teams that don't seem to have a lot of upside but we'll save those for next week because it is now time to rule a team out of the playoffs Ooh, now this is getting uh this is getting harder get, getting a little harder lately so we have now each ruled out 10 teams so we have four teams remaining and how many weeks do we have left we basically got because we want to be i think we need to do two right now and do two next week and then we're done okay okay do you want the first pick or the second pick <laughs> you want to go first on the first pick or first on the second pick I'll go, I'll go i'll go first here okay who you got orlando magic hey they beat the warriors last night they i don't know i don't know if i'd want to be That's ruling true. them out they, they may they may they may prove us wrong here yet 20 and 20 and 53 just past the pistons and you know 14th now. oh man that that things things are looking up the tank at the bottom of the lottery is going to be amazing too by the way and this is like um i will say the very end of the yeah. season has improved to me so much with a the lottery odds changing now and b the play-in and then you also have teams that are even more willing because you've got this issue now where the best teams like what were the clippers the clippers ended up being the four seed last year right where you have and golden state's going to be down there this year brooklyn is like wait like because the regular season doesn't matter some of these really good teams are lower you know it's not like they're just the number one or number two seed and it's like hey we're seven or eight we just need, want to get into the playoffs and get we're going to get smoked regardless it's like hey we really need to avoid you know the lakers for example were seven and so the clippers really wanted to avoid them and then uh teams wanted to avoid the clippers because so you've got all these teams that are like in the middle of the playoff bracket that teams are really scared of and so everyone's trying to avoid them so the amount of machinations that are taking place in the final week of the season are hilarious now oh we could see some great especially the east the final week of the season we could see some yeah trying to avoid brooklyn maybe trying to avoid milwaukee as well you would think it's this is it's gonna be great it's more it's more fun watching these teams try to lose games and then still unintentionally win than it is just watching them play for <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely. Um, okay so all right so ruling out? circling back for real so who we've knocked out how many two we've knocked out 10 uh we have knocked out 10 you eliminated washington and portland last week i eliminated washington and the knicks last week okay so i have not knocked out the spurs yet huh the 29 or sorry 28 and 44 spurs are still on the board okay so i'm gonna knock out the spurs i think they they have to make up ground and then they have to go in and win two road play-in games i i just think that's too big an ask they're not they're not really gonna like they're not tanking but they're not really gunning for these spots either so i'm I'm gonna go ahead and, and knock out san antonio 
Yeah, that's my next pick as well. I mean, that's probably our last hope as far as teams that aren't going to, um, that are not likely to make the play-in. Now, we have both also ruled out New Orleans previously. And, you know, I think New Orleans has, they've got a pretty decent shot. Like, they've probably got at least, like, you know, a 25% chance of making the playoffs, I would say. If they could play home against the Lakers, I think, you know, then you got a decent chance of winning that one. And then I think beating the Clippers is definitely a gettable thing as long as Paul George isn't playing. All right, so we've now eliminated 11 teams. Teams. Turn. Wait, who did you not? I just out? knocked out the Spurs as well. So I'll, oh, I'll okay. go first right. this time. Okay. All right. Oh, God. Who are the candidates left here? I mean, Lakers, and then I've got Hawks, Hornets, and there's be, uh, there should be one more. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't, I don't have a non play in team left to rule out at this point. So I'm going to just have to pick the team that I think will make the play in and doesn't have a great chance of it. If Paul, if I knew Paul George was going to be healthy, I would feel comfortable ruling out the Lakers. Right. God. So it was basically Lakers, Hawks, or Hornets. This John Collins injury doesn't sound great for the Hawks. No, they're still talking about having him back, although he'll still have his, you know, mangled finger to deal with. So yeah, it's a, it's an issue. I mean, when you start Gallinari and Trey together. <laughs> Dude, what is the, if the Hawks and Hornets match up in that 9-10, like what is the score of that game going to be? Oh my God. There, there was a hilarious play last night where like Trey was looking for a kickout switch, but Gallinari was the closest defender. And so like Gallinari wanted someone to come rescue him too. <laughs> so like basically Trey and Gallinari were both running away from, uh, I think it was RJ Barrett and just gave him a wide open shot because they, they each like were expecting somebody to come bail them out. All right. Uh, we, we're running out of time here because we got to get to green room. Yeah. I'm going to pick the Hornets. I, I just don't, I, it's really difficult for me to see that team winning two games in the, they're really inexperienced ultimately i'm gonna go i would go with trey to bring the hawks home in the 9 10 and then even then they have to win one more so charlotte hornets sorry guys i don't feel great about it though i mean but that's Uh, that's we gotta actually make these tough calls here on hollinger and duncan i too will knock out charlotte group think rules uh just think just think they're kind of an unserious team for a for a winning i mean now this is a team we're ruling out that's like 10 games ahead of the lakers in the standings yes yes yeah, this that is brand true. name for lebron this and ad is still strong yeah all right the brand's brand's doing a lot of work right now yeah lakers uh not in the top 12 of our organization rankings all right this is fun and we'll be back uh, next week we'll talk to you all in green room in about five minutes here